Hello, citizens of Realm, and welcome once again back to another episode of Press A Gaming Podcast. Today I'm joined by Wild High 77. Hey, what's up, guys? Wild High 77. Welcome back to Sounds Dicey, Press A Gaming, Realm of the Mist, and the end of a decade. Shh. <laughs> that's, that's next episode. Anyway, uh, today we are going to be discussing uh, Jedi Fallen Order which is a Star Wars game that honestly I was a little uh, apprehensive about to begin with because EA kind of burned bridges with their last foray into uh, the Star Wars. What, Battlefront 2? Yeah. Battlefront 2 had a rocky ass start. It, It really did, but... It picked itself up. It had a decent story, albeit way too short. And once they figured out you can't, you, you're just going to piss off your fan base with loot boxes, and started making shit for free, they made it a lot better. Although I will be fair, their new setup for uh, for the Rise of Skywalker, where you can get the Sith troopers and a couple more uh, maps and all that, and wanting to charge twenty four ninety nine, that's bullshit. Yeah, like I said. First impressions matter. <laughs> but when I get where you're coming game, from. When it comes to games, first impressions matter. Like, But you're, you're definitely not wrong. With, uh, with, 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 with the announcement of Jedi Fallen Order, the couple things that went through my mind was, uh, EA, here we go again. B was like, uh, it looks like fucking Force Unleashed rehashed. And but at the same time, I had kind of high hopes because it's also from the creators of Titanfall. Yeah, um, one of one of the things I was actually looking forward to when I saw the trailer for Jedi Fallen Order drop was that it looked like Force Unleashed because I liked the Force Unleashed games, uh, and and I I'd been kind of waiting for something that that kind of would scratch that itch uh, to drop, and man, did. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order deliver. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I wasn't saying that it looks like a rehash of uh, Force Unleashed was necessarily bad. I love Force Unleashed. What I what I meant by that is like I was hoping for more originality. Luckily, and... I was very much wrong from first impression of trailer, as we'll get into with the gameplay. That it's not a rehash of Force Unleashed in any way, shape, or form. Like, obviously, you have an OP Jedi that you're using, mm-hmm. but that's about where the similarities end. And uh, just to address the audience real quick, uh, as always with our gaming spotlights, it will go into spoiler territory. We will try to warn you ahead of time. So if you haven't played the game yet and don't want to get spoiled, turn away. I may have to because I've only gotten to Kashyyyk, so <laughs> you might be farther along than me. <laughs> uh, I forget where I am. There's there's a lot of planets. Like I'm I'm impressed by the amount of planets that they have you able to visit. Um, I'm I'm impressed I, with the in depthness of the uh, of the. Uh the maps and dungeons dungeon areas of it like the uh, the 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 part that i just got done before going to kashik where you were in that uh that temple and it really was a, a maze of things with with a puzzle to get out that was like ridiculous 
You know, I oh, was yeah. actually really impressed with that. Yeah, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Um, but anyway, so to set the story for Jedi Fallen Order, um, it takes place in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Surprise. And, and it's 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 very soon after that uh, the uh, events of Order sixty six. So um, I, I want to say it's like probably five to seven years after um, Order 66 is based on Cal's age or apparent age. Yeah, because they, they never really make it clear, but uh, you kind of get the impression from the flashbacks, again, spoiler territory, where Cal trains with his uh, master, which is how you unlock some of your abilities. He was really kind of like preteen era during those trainings, so you got to imagine he's somewhere in his mid twenties, mm-hmm. give or take. Uh, but so you're playing as Cal Kestis, a former Padawan uh, who is currently in hiding uh, because Order sixty six obviously happened. His Jedi Master helped him to escape and uh, Cal has been living as a scrapper trying to hide who he is and uh, things happen and you end up using the force in order to save one of your buddies and uh, things don't go well from there. See, I, I kind of had a problem with that intro, and then I didn't, you know, uh, if that makes sense. Because uh, when, when you save your buddy, it seemed awfully convenient and fast that the Empire was all of a sudden on you because, oh, Jedi, you know, type deal. Um, So it was like, that's a little convenient to try to get the story moving. But what shocked me and then and changed my point of view is I really expected your friend to be the one to try to turn you in. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was expecting to. You know, I was expecting when the, the Empire had them all lined up, said somebody used the Force, and we know one of you's a Jedi. I was really expecting your buddy to turn around. It was him. You know, because they're all fighting for for you know some semblance of freedom and and escape from from this scrap planet that they're on. So I yeah. really expected him to throw Cal under the bus. I was shocked that he didn't. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, so after that, you meet up with uh, your usual ragtag group of rebels. Um, in that, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, the freaking pilot of the damn ship. I just know he's a captain. I don't really remember his name. Yeah. And then I remember there's Bug Eyes Girl, who uh, is an interesting character. Again, don't remember her name. Is an interesting character, but character design. Yeah, that is definitely a heck of a character model. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't want to judge. Well, see, I have but, a hard, I have like a hard that... time. I have a hard time because how can you screw her up? Yet Cal looks so much like... Uh, the kid who played uh, the Joker in Gotham. I, <laughs> I, I can't remember his name. It's, it, the, he's the voice actor. He's the one doing it. And they modeled Cal completely after him. 
that it almost takes me out of Cal. I almost see like the Joker. Yeah. Instead of, you, instead of the Jedi Padawan. I almost want to look up what the uh, voice actor that does uh, uh, that character um, to uh, see if they look. Uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> say, Jedi Fallen. Grease. Grease is the name of the uh, uh, pilot. Right. And uh, Siri is the uh, Sarah is the is your um, female companion. You know, with the exception of the eyes, she does kind of look like her character. Deborah Wilson. I mean, her okay. eyes aren't as big, but facial feature wise, she does look like the character. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, they just screwed up the eyes. <laughs> oh, then again, you know, who knows? Like, uh, I, I, I know it's kind of cross-promoting uh, uh, platforms here, but uh, when J.J. Abrams rebooted Star Trek, the 2009 Star Trek, it threw me off for a while. That one nurse in the opening scene where Kirk's being born, the one nurse had super huge eyes, and here it was just because of the type of alien she was. Maybe... Maybe uh, Deborah's character, uh, Sari, isn't necessarily human, and that's why her eyes look the way they do. Possibly. I have met some people in real life that actually have eyes like that. So, well, while while jarring, it it is definitely a thing that some people have. But uh, Cal definitely looks like uh, Cameron uh, Monaghan. Yes, he's <laughs> like dead, dead ringer for Cameron Monaghan. To a T, like they modeled Cal after after his voice actor. Well, Wikipedia has uh, Sarah uh, Junda listed as a force sensitive human female. So, all right. Well, either there's some people in the world that just have eyes like that, or they screwed up the eyes. <laughs> either way, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about uh, yeah, it's EA. I, I don't necessarily know how I feel about Gre- uh, Grease, though. Yeah, he's he's an interesting character. Um, there was a bit of story in in the in the game as I was playing through that that had me confused a little bit because apparently there's some point where you get like kidnapped, okay, and uh, end up having to fight in like a gladiatorial uh, ring or something. Okay. Uh, and it's supposedly Grease's fault, but they never really go into how it was Grease's fault that you uh, ended up getting picked up. And it just kind of rolls into it. Like, you don't get any forewarning. There's just a boss fight with the bounty hunter, and you can whittle their health down to a certain point and then you get hit with like a stun net and that's it. Oh, you're done. So in other words, was, it's probably going to be a DLC that explains the backstory of it. And... I hate, I hate it when games do that to me, but we, we all I'm know a, EA I'm is pretty, known for that. I'm a pretty good gamer. I can generally whittle a boss's health down to like I can beat most bosses and when a game just 
snatches my victory away from me because, oh, you're not meant to win this fight. It pisses me off so much. You know, I hate I, I hate that on opposite ends, like with the Final Fantasies. You know, I, again, not to cross promote, but you get those certain fights that you're just not meant to win. And <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII, cough, 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 yeah, cough. where you're supposed you to just get to- your ass kicked. You can totally win that fight, <laughs> and it still ends the same fucking way. I mean, if you're going to do it, at least it had the decency to do it like the beginning of Final Fantasy 2, where it's like, oh, okay, a fight with a couple uh, a couple soldiers, no problem. Do your little two points of damage, and then they attack back, and it's like 4,000 damage. It's like, oh, yeah. All right, obviously, okay. I'm not supposed to win this one. <laughs> but, uh, no, there was a, 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 a getting off topic again, like you, you were saying with the with the Final Fantasies. I was playing Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, and there's a there's a mission you can play where you fight one of the uh, head people of the unions for that. And uh, I kicked his ass. Right. Like, one, one turn victory kicked his ass. And uh, the very next cutscene has him knocking me on my ass and winning, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. No, I kicked your ass. But I mean, I mean, you you go back, you go back to the Jedi Fallen Order. Let's talk. Let's talk about the design of the game a minute, um, because like like I said when we were first talking about like the the the, the previews, you originally look at it and go like, okay, it's a rehash of uh, of uh, the Force Unleashed, and right. it definitely borrows elements from it. Like I said, an uh, an overpowered Jedi character that you play, who mm-hmm. becomes even more powerful as you progress. Uh, but that's pretty much where the similarities end, but it does seem like this game borrows a lot from other different genres and games. I mean, it borrows the droid mechanics of your, your little droid buddy from Battlefront 2. It's Iden Versio's little uh, hack droid, you know. Uh, the, the, the big game that a lot of people noticed, and I definitely noticed as I was playing through, uh, that it borrowed... Uh, is freaking Dark Souls. It borrowed Dark Souls, but also its its platforming style came from uh, the Uncharted series. Yes, very similar to Uncharted. Uh, Dark Souls also has some platforming things that are kind of similar to that. Um, more Bloodborne than uh, Dark Souls with that. And I would and definitely... Sekiro, and Sekiro, too. And um, I, would, I would definitely argue that it's uh, puzzle design. Some of its puzzle features, at least from that last temple I was in, I would say Shades of Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider and Legend of Zelda, stuff like that. Yeah, so... Because uh, a lot of the puzzles that I was playing were definitely reminding me of, like, the uh, uh, shrines in Breath of the Wild. See, I never played Breath of the Wild, but like the the, the room I'm talking about, uh, you may remember, is like you have to use these. Uh, you're in the middle of a cyclone, and you have to use like these little opening and closing doors to be able to push these little balls into certain positions to unlock the way. Yep, you have to use the wind to move the ball. Yeah, use the wind to to move the ball until you unlock force push. And I mean, it literally felt like uh, Tomb Raider two to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until the force yeah, got no. involved. I was uh I was actually pleasantly surprised with the uh meditation point uh system. 
Which, I, again, I think uh, that's where a lot of people compare it to Lost Souls, because when you meditate, it re- re- respawns all your enemies. Respawns that is, all the enemies. 100% a Dark Souls thing. <laughs> of resting at, a, resting at a bonfire, all the enemies respawn. But it's great for experience farming. Right. Because, like, I, I know there's a couple of places on, on, on uh, some planets that I would find a meditation point, rest, go kill all the stormtroopers, run back to the meditation point, rest, and do it all again, over and over again, so I could unlock uh, more uh, sk- stuff on the skill tree right. that I wanted. Well, that's fair. I haven't, I haven't really done the uh, grind yet, as it will. Which, I mean, in its own right, that's an RPG. That it was, it was quick. It, it, honestly, there was not much grind to it. It was just medi- uh, meditate, level up any skills that I wanted at the time, uh, go back, kill a bunch of enemies, run back, meditate, do it all over again. It was real quick. Did not feel like grinding. Let's see, uh, going back to the bosses that you're not supposed to win, I, I, uh, that's how, that's kind of how I felt when you took on the, uh, the second sister in the beginning yeah, of the yeah. game. Like, I had her beat. She was done. And then all of a sudden I get, well, I think it was like I got thrown off a cliff. Yep. Okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? I beat her. What the hell? <laughs> She did. She had like uh, what, maybe an eighth of an inch of health bar left. <laughs> Done in by a cutscene. Ah, oh, oh, that pisses you off to no end. It does blood. <laughs> I was winning, damn it! How do you feel? How do you feel about the fact that we have uh, the Night Sisters in it? And I, I don't know if you've beaten the game yet, but you know, speculation purposes, do you think we're going to run into since considering the time frame we're in? I think we... that's where I. Am. I think that's where I am right now. Is the Night Sisters? Are we going uh, to are we going to wind up facing Vader or maybe Maul? I don't know. Uh, I haven't gotten that far in the uh, in the game. I have I have not completed it by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, but um, I think there's a possibility we could end up facing Maul. I, I think there's also definitely a possibility we could end up facing uh, Vader. Uh, I'm not gonna like go look it up on. Uh, no, not on at all. the internet, just because I don't want to spoil it for myself. But uh, from what I've played so far, I like the combat system, I like the leveling system, and I like the saving system. Um, what about the platforming? Because I, I I found the controls uh, for in that in that wind temple to be a little jarring. I guess would be the sometimes sometimes the platforming gets on my nerves a little. Uh, like there, there was definitely a, um, uh, temple where I was trying to get from point A to point B and I kept falling, even though I knew exactly what I needed to do to, uh, get from point A to point B. I knew where I needed to jump from vines to, uh, to, to the little climbing vine things to the to the next thing. The only problem was whenever I would jump off, for whatever reason, Cal would always miss <laughs> where he was supposed to land. See, and it was, it, was, it was like I had this 
screaming at my character moment of like, go that way. See, I battled, I battled, uh, mainly, I think, I think mainly what I battled with, uh, there is a little bit of delay in, in some of your, some of your movements when you, when you press a button or whatever. But I think the biggest thing I battle with, with the game is camera angles. Like, yeah, um, those are, those are a little difficult sometimes. Like where, where it fucked me up the most was like, uh, you get onto those, uh, those hills that are iced over. So you're kind of like, you know, uh, Tarzan, uh, skateboard sliding down the hill and you got to jump real quick and grab a vine or a rope. Yep. But camera angle fucks you up so much. You can't aim it right. <laughs> it's so hard. Like it did take two or three tries to finally get it right. Yeah, you know, th- those are the types of things I found myself mostly battling with. Personally, I don't know if you've ha- you've had the same issue, but that 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 seems to be where I've struggled the most so far in the game. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like you said, like the combat system is very fluid. I I I find myself enjoying even the most minute battle. Like you got little creatures that just pop up out of the ground out of nowhere, and you're you're messing them up, or you get like a stormtrooper come barrel and rush up at you, and you pull off this like nice little triple and stab stab downward like finishing move, and it's like it. The combat. Yeah, those are bit, fun. Those are very enjoyable. Honestly, my favorite thing to do is taunt enemies from from way far out by like just standing and deflecting the blaster bolts back. I like the fact that the you know I can I can definitely say we we're talking about the deflector deflecting bolts back. Unlike most Star Wars games that have had that feature, this one seems to be the most accurate. When you block a a, a blaster bolt, nine times out of ten, it'll hit who shot it. Yeah, it goes right back to who shot it. Yeah. Um, there, there is. I, I like the the system they have with the deflecting blaster bolt. That there's a window. And like it's a smaller window depending on your difficulty, right? Level and um, like if you're playing in story mode, it's like you're deflecting, deflecting blaster bolts left and right. It's 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 child's play. You could you could hold down the deflect thing and it, and it will just automatically deflect them back. Right. And then it's kind of a little inaccurate of the blaster bolts will kind of just be deflected. They won't hit you, but they won't necessarily go back to right. the to their target who sent them. Uh, that one, you have to actually time the deflections, right? Uh, at higher levels of difficulty. Oh man, that window is small. <laughs> well, what, you, what, what, what difficulty are you playing at? Uh, I started on story. And then I changed it up to like the highest level of difficulty a little bit just to see how it would feel because you can change the difficulty while you're playing. Right. And, um, oh man, was it a learning curve? See, I was the same when I started my Let's Play. I, I started on story mode. I'm up to normal now, but I started on story mode, which I usually do with games I'm not familiar with. Because of the fact I want to learn the controls and I don't want to be getting frustrated at the fact that while I'm trying to learn the controls, I'm right. just getting I, my I ass do, I, do a similar, I do a similar thing. Usually I'll, I'll, I'll blow through a, uh, a new game or RPG uh, that has a story mode on the easiest difficulty 
just so I can get the story out of the way. Right. And then I'll go back and play it at a higher at a higher difficulty to to challenge myself. But because it, is, it is refreshing I, I know that you sto- can up it at any point as opposed to some games where it's like what you choose, that's what you're locked into. Yeah, that that's nice. Uh it, it's nice that I don't have to completely the story like uh, a la like something Kingdom Hearts of play through beginner to get the whole story done and unlock everything. And then my next playthrough will be on standard or proud. And uh, just because I want to challenge myself, that's actually kind of what I'm doing right now with kingdom hearts is I'm playing through on standard to get caught up before the remind DLC drops. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I tried the higher level difficulty on, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and uh, it it's it is a nice hard. It, it's difficult without being frustrating. Um, level of difficulty. Okay. Uh, a, a little rem souls. Um, just not so uh, terrifying. Not terrifyingly so. Um, I did. I did find myself swearing a little bit at the tendency of my character, my own character, to jump off of cliffs to his own death uh, during fights. Uh, what? Well, well, since we're speaking of character deaths, another nice feature. I don't know if it was like this in Dark Souls, as I've never played myself. Um, but I've heard of the horror stories of Dark Souls. Um. Is that if you do have a, a a fail happen and you die, you don't start at the beginning of the level. You don't have to start the game all over again. It, it pretty much you died. Uh, for Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. I had I had I hadn't noticed it uh, anything like that because whenever I whenever I die, it's same thing as Dark Souls. It puts you right back the last meditation spot you use. Um. Well, again, I'm remembering when I was sliding off that that hill base and trying to catch the rope. I seem oh, to remember during dur- during during the uh, the temple, the wind temple. Right during the temple things, or if you like jump off of a cliff to your death. Yeah, it spawns you right back to the last platform you were on. Um, I not to, get, not to pat myself on the back. I haven't died yet in combat. So if you get killed that? by an enemy, it puts you back at the uh, um, meditation point. Okay, but no, I I I, I agree with you. I the, during the platforming sections of the game, uh, if if you take have a slip and and fall over the edge of the cliff. It puts you right back where you were instead of like spawning you at the uh, meditation point. Or, as God if forbid, you were starting the game all over again. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man, that would be so bad. Well, I mean, again, that's the hardest thing I, I fall. heard. I fall a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially because, I don't know, maybe it's me, but the death perception sometimes is a little wonky in that game. I also like. Uh, a thing that they took from Dark Souls of the you can go back and uh, kill the enemy that killed you and get all your XP back. I didn't even know that. 
yes, if you if you get killed in combat and you go back and kill the enemy that killed you, you get all your experience back. That's very nice. But that, like so, uh, I, like I said, there is an RPG element besides leveling up and your skill tree. Uh, you know, just uh, not necessarily upgrades. It's more skin than anything else. But you do get uh, to customize. You get to customize your lightsaber. Customize your 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 outfit or look. Yeah, if, the you ponchos. know. And of course, I do enjoy searching uh, searching element for uh, for. Which is in the in the uh, format in this game of uh, license? Yes, because apparently Cal is very very force sensitive that he can sense things people were thinking or feeling in particular areas and scenarios. Yep, uh, that's a nice little touch because you can you can get little lore bits for the for your uh, um, data book. For perusing later on, and uh, you can collect stuff like it'll if you if you collect certain essences, it'll increase your health once you get enough of them, or increase your force, right? The the amount of force you have available to use, Um, because of course you have a force gauge. It's not just like endlessly spam force push, right? Um. And then I think there's another there's another essence you can get that if you collect enough of them, you get a nice big pot of experience. Oh, nice. Um, well, that's not the only thing you can customize in. Uh, well, no, you uh, can. Fall in order is is you can to customize your lightsaber. You can customize your lightsaber. And, uh, you can customize your look. You can customize the ship. You can. Customize the droid the the thing the thing i love that i noticed about the lightsaber customization is um i don't know if you noticed or not but all of the different parts that you can find throughout everywhere um they're the parts and pieces that are from savi's workshop at the disney parks really i did not know that yes <laughs> so um i don't know if you can like build up your custom lightsaber in um jedi fallen order take that go to sabi's workshop and like build it out of build it there i don't know if they give you access to all of the parts for that experience i think for sabi's workshop it's you pick uh you pick a um they have them broken up into groups, right? Like how how they're named in in uh, Fallen Order. That's actually how I figured it out. Is uh because you got like the the nature and power, or the uh, elemental whatever names for everything, right? And those are the names of the sets in Savi's Workshop. And how what's how Savi's Workshop works is you go in, you get your base lightsaber hilt. And then you get all the different parts in your kyber crystal, and you put them all together, and ta-da! That's your lightsaber. Another thing, another thing I enjoy too. We mentioned not just customizing, but you can actually customize the blade. Uh, like right now, I'm running around with the only kyber crystal I found. I, I I I run with a green blade. 
Yep, I have uh, I have a green blade. Um, and it it doesn't it doesn't stop with just um, customizing the the the, sh- the sheath and the emitter and and, and uh, the lightsaber blade color. Um, later on, as you progress through the story, you actually uh, gain the ability to make a double bladed lightsaber. Right. And then you uh, eventually also uh, gain the ability to have a double bladed lightsaber that you can split in two for certain combo attacks. Uh, and I was disappointed to find out that you can't like keep it split. That was, to, like, that was fight, du- that fight was... dual wielding because that... I would have loved to have been able to fight dual wielding, but no, it's you you split it, do a combo, and it goes right together back to double bladed. That was going to be my that was going to be my question was uh do, do you get to dual wield uh because that would be <laughs> on cool. a on a technicality, yes, because there are certain combos that do the dual wielding, but when the combo ends, it goes back to the back together in double formation. And you can you can switch between having single blade on and having both blades on. And uh, the a nice little touch that I liked of it is, uh, depending on whether you have it in single blade or double blade form, uh, is useful for different things in combat. Like uh, single blade is really good for um, individual combat, right? And it's a lot quicker attacks uh, and, and heavier attacks to to get your opponent's health down. And uh, the double blade is better for crowd control. Well, here's the and question: take, Taking on multiple opponents again, assuming you haven't beaten the game yet, which I'm, I I gathered from our conversation, you have not yet. Um, yes. What do you think the chances are of uh, customization to create the cross guard lightsaber? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if the uh, customization is going to get any deeper than uh, than I have found so far, but. I also haven't completed the game yet, and if I've been surprised twice by the uh, lightsaber customization, I figured something was up uh, early on in, in the uh, lightsaber customization because if you're on the little workbench and rotating your lightsaber and looking at it and picking the parts, uh, right. you'll notice the bottom of Cal Kestis's hilt is busted, mm-hmm. like it's all broken and everything. Right. So I, I, I found myself wondering, are they going to let me fix that at any point? <laughs> like, can I, I, can I, I, can I swap that out? For, can I swap that out for a different hilt and uh, have it fixed? And it was like, nope, nope. No matter what hilt I choose, it's always still broken. And then I got the second lightsaber to make the double bladed. And it was like, oh. That's why it was broken. See, I I was curious about that myself with the uh, customization that I actually spent time like fucking around with all the different components that I had available thus far, trying to see if any of them changed that because of the exact same reason. It's like, is do do I get to fix this part here? <laughs> or is it just like you know, is that a aesthetic thing? It's like that's to show that it's my lightsaber. Yeah. Um... That that's kind of what I was thinking there too. It's just like, 
I was kind of I didn't like the idea of having a broken lightsaber. Um, and uh, I, I I I was super excited when I got like the the ability to split the lightsaber open because I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna let me dual wield. And then <laughs> suddenly I, I I found out that it was like, oh, it's only for these combos and like it doesn't stay that way. And I'm like, because like for my for my Star Wars: The Old Republic stuff, I, I I'm dual wielder, 100 percent all the way. Oh shit! I was like that all the way back for uh, uh, land games for uh, Star Wars Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. Like, like you know, Force, the Force Unleashed two was great because it gave you both of the the two lightsabers. Yeah, it was so much fun. Oh yeah, um, but like like I said, even back even back with the uh, doing the land multiplayers for Outcast and, and Academy, you know, some people run with the double blade. Some people run with the single blade. I've always ran dual wield always. Yep. (laughs) Um, but, uh, one of the things I'm hoping for with customization as I, as I go into the game is I'm hoping it lets me pick two different colors for the ends of my lightsaber. Because right now it's I pick I, I pick a crystal and that's the co- that's the color of the lightsaber. Right. It, it's it's no. Oh, this this end is this color and the other end is this color. It's all. Uh, it's all the same color, which disappoints me a little bit. Well, I, I hope I hope uh, like I like I brought up. I hope they, if not in the main story and in, in the DLCs down the line or patches down the line, um, I hope that they do introduce the cross guard. Not because I think the cross guard's a great lightsaber. I would just like to see the option in there. I'm just imagining a double bladed cross guard. <laughs> that just seems like a death trap. That's just ridiculous. However, I would say that if they if they borrowed anything from any games, I would say the one thing they borrowed from Bethesda. I don't know if you've noticed this uh, personally, but I've noticed a lot of glitches in the game. Like this, game. I had I hadn't noticed any uh, really many glitches. Uh, there there was one, uh, really one glitch I ran across. And that was uh, I, I managed to get an enemy spawn in the ground just right that he was sort of flopping all over the place. But as soon as I killed him, he was he was out of his misery. He was done. I, I had characters like clipping, like they weren't there, and then all of a sudden they just appeared. And I mean, literally, like in front of me appeared, and I'm <laughs> like, where the fuck did this guy come from? You know what I mean? And I don't know if like it was my system just being slow to load him or something, but it, it, it to me it was still like a glitch. Like obviously this game still has some bugs they need to work out. Yeah, but most games have bugs early on. Um, oh, it doesn't detract me from the game. I'm just pointing it out. It's a review. I'm reviewing what we have available now. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely very happy with. It. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order turned out, uh, despite my reservations about it being helmed by EA. Uh, I'm, I'm actually it's 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 a nice single player Star Wars story uh, that's got nice gameplay and good customization mechanics. 
that it's it's a nice it's a fun play. Well, the one the one thing we haven't reviewed yet, we reviewed everything else. The one thing we haven't reviewed of it yet, it's a story game. How's the story? From what I've seen so far, the story's good. Um, it's a bit like Rogue One, where I know that this is going to go characters in the end, right? Because like they're they're running around and their their whole thing is we're going to reestablish the Jedi Order, and just by virtue of knowing where it falls in the timeline, the we know this isn't going to go well for these guys. Well, that that was going to be a speculation question I was going to ask: Is do you believe Cal will survive this? Probably not. You know, um, which is why I asked: it, Will we will we run into Vader? Because I imagine if if Cal's going to die, it's going to be at the hands of Vader. It's not going to be the yeah. Inquisitors. Come on, unless it's the Inquisitor from like uh, Rebels. You know the main, the Grand Inquisitor. Unless, unless we're facing him, yeah. I don't, I don't see it being any of the 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 sisters or whatever that's that's going to put Cal down. You know, and I can't imagine they'll make the story unless they're intending for a sequel. I can't imagine they're te- going to intend a story to end where kind of Cal walks off into the sunset again. I mean, the, the, the... my main theory is that Cal's going to die. My backup theory is that Cal is going to either turn to the dark side or just give up and, and and just like stop trying to put the Jedi Order back together and go fully into hiding a la Obi-Wan and uh, Yoda. Yeah, because they got to do something uh, to he, explain his, miss, his, he, his, his missingness he, in, in he, A New he, Hope. He's just... He's just gonna go find a planet somewhere with nobody on it, and and plant his happy little ass there un, until the end of days. Now, what about cameos? Is there any cameos that you think will appear? I mean, we're talking about Vader and Maul as, as speculation, but what about IG eighty eight or or Bosk or you know some of the bounty hunters or? Even some well, of the Clone given, Wars people like Cad Bane. Do you think any of them will make uh given we've all given we've already had a Clone Wars slash uh Rogue One cameo in so, the game so far from the story I've played. Yep. Because so. Saul Guerrero pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Which but I will admit he, I was a he, little disappointed in because the guy he popped in, and I'm like, "Hey, I know you. You die." <laughs> I, I I I was a little disappointed in Saw's uh, cameo appearance, not because of what he said and what he did. Like his animation was fine. It was the voice actor. He sounded nothing like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> the voice was way too strong. <laughs> it it is Forrest Whitaker. Is it? Yeah. Well, they put too much bass in his voice or something because he sounded like he was. Eh, I'm ready to go. You know, and I'm looking for the, uh, I will run no longer. Yeah. <laughs> Type Saul. Well, that was, that was Saul way after he'd been on the run for years. This was, this is young Saul that we run into in the game. Right. Like this, this is him just starting to, to fight back against the Empire. Fair enough. Fair so. enough. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's one of my biggest disappointments in, in in coming to the end of this game, though. 
uh, like you were saying, that I'll give you a chance to answer the cameos and, and what you what you think we could possibly see. But uh, you know, you, to touch base on what something you said earlier, like we were talking about, where the ending's probably going to have some form of dark ending. It has to because of its time frame, and it's 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 a big disappointment to me that they're so afraid to take a step outside of three and four. You know what I mean? Um. I would love. I would more love for this game to take place after Jedi, or even after A New Hope. Let it be somewhere between A New Hope and, and Empire, or Empire and Jedi. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, where it gives a little bit more breathing room and a little more leeway in the story, and fills in some of the gaps that a lot of us canon fanatics. Because the one thing about this game is, uh, as far as I understand it, it is canon. Mm-hmm. You know, so as far as I as far as I know, Jedi Fallen is part of the wider Disney canon. Right. So it would be nice if they would have put it in a better spot than three point five. But yeah. But really what I'm doing right now with, with the negativity that I'm throwing the shade that I'm throwing in this game is I'm nitpicking. And I'll be the first one to admit. I'm nitpicking purposely to just not sound like a fanboy and all out gush over the fact that this is a really good game. It is a good game. Uh, it's, it's pretty much everything I could have hoped for, for a, a star Wars solo story adventure. And, uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I like it. Solid five out of seven. Perfect score. Five out of seven. Have you never heard that meme? No. <laughs> oh man. Uh it's 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 uh somebody posted screenshots from a Facebook conversation with some dude and the the dude uh references 5 out of 7 being a perfect score and it's like uh okay. <laughs> I see I I have uh I have Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter in my head. It's exceptionally average. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pretty good description of it. You know, it, it's 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 a. You know, it, it's exceptionally average. But when the bar has, was was previously set super low by EA, it's not bad. Well, that that's where I was going to go with it. Is it, it's like uh, if you look at it, if we put it in the genres of Star Wars games, just simply like in Star Wars games, not even like putting it in its own genre as platformer, which. I guess you could argue that's pretty much the meat and potatoes of the game. It's the platformer. Most but, people have been referring to it as a souls like. All right. Which apparently is its own genre now. I might have we might have to do an episode on that. We may have to. <laughs> but I mean it has borrowed so many elements from so many different games that I'm I'm kind of stretching by calling it a platformer. But uh that's why I'm saying if we put it if we put it in the realm of Star Wars games, just plain and simple Star Wars games. Out of all the library of Star Wars games, it's obviously not the best. As far as since Disney bought the franchise, it is the best of that that part. So everything Disney itself has released, it's the best of. Yeah, from from from, from the recent set of Star Wars games, this one is the best one so far. And I, you know, I'm not going to give the credit to EA because to me it's Respawn. Respawn mm-hmm. knows how to make a game. <laughs> yep. 
you know, but we still hold our breath I'm, for uh, for I'm, Star Wars Underground or 1313. I'm just glad that we didn't get any microtransactions. Give it time. If EA's involved, it'll appear. <laughs> <laughs> Build it and they will come. Hey, come on. Fallout 76 did it. We won't do microtransactions and we won't do play, uh, pay to win. Oh, here's here's pay to win stuff and now here's uh, Fallout first. Pay $100 a year and get a private server. Ugh. 